Storm Bowling Products, the Bowler's Company presents the Storm Collegiate Spotlight with Steve Klimkin and Tim Berg. Storm's Executive Director of Marketing and Above180.com's Tim Berg are going to introduce a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now, here's Coach K and Tim Berg. Joining us on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight podcast is Shannon Pulholsky. Shannon bowled collegiately at Nebraska University, where she is now also an assistant coach. Shannon is a 17-time and current member of Team USA. Shannon, it's Tim Berg and Coach K. Steve Klemkin here. Thanks for joining us today. Well, thanks for having me. Shannon, things in Nebraska seem to be going well for you. You guys had a win last month. You're ranked third overall in the coaches poll that I'm seeing. Why are things and how are things clicking for you guys? And, and what are some of the things you contribute to that success that you guys are having? Uh, just having fun, uh, learning, you know, each day we compete, learning every day in practice, um, you know, with two new coaches pretty much in different roles, just having open minds and being willing to learn and grow with everything that's been going on. Yeah, what was your what was your uh, thoughts when you heard that Coach Straub was retiring? Because uh, that hit the bowling world, you know, pretty strong, and and I'm sure you I'm sure that uh, had some kind of emotions or feelings when you first heard that. Yeah, definitely did. Um, you know, obviously the the bowling game lost a very good coach. He's obviously very influential in my game, and you know I couldn't change kind of who I am without being here in Nebraska. So. Just different direction, but still the same concepts. Um, he was a great coach, did a great job, and our goal is to keep the program moving forward in the same fashion. Yeah, Shannon, you mentioned that the team is having fun, but are you having fun as a coach, and is uh, Coach Klumpa having fun as well out there with the girls and, and just uh, in, enjoying the moment, as a, a lot of times we would like to hear folks say? We are. Uh, you know, we're learning and learning each other. Um, you know, him and Coach Rob worked together for a long time and just the things they did. So trying to fit in, you know, see what he needs, how I can compliment him, and, you know, just being an extra set of eyes at the tournaments and helping make decisions as fast as we can and hopefully the right ones. Now, one of the, one of the things I'm sure a lot of our listeners are wondering, and I'm wondering myself personally too, um, with your time there at the University of Nebraska as a player and what your view was as the role of a coach and now to – sort of be in that role how different uh, or maybe even how similar is it to what you expected uh, it would be uh, when you made that decision to to go back to your alma mater and, and coach one of the most famed uh, legacies in college bowling it's about the same obviously when you choose to go to a school you kind of buy into their beliefs and I did while I was here and obviously they've been successful throughout all the years so Coming back, I already knew kind of the philosophies and the things we're working on. But also, you know, we're adapting to the modern game as well. So it's not quite the same as it was when I was here, but, you know, kind of taking everything in as the balls have changed and the lanes and just the way a competition works on the weekends and just everything has changed a little bit. Um, still just trying to make them the best bowlers they can be every weekend. Yeah, with the game changing so much, how do you – keep it as simple as you can when you're heading to these tournaments so things don't get too overwhelming? You know, we try to give them some of the responsibility of managing their game and we'll help them with ball choice and alignment. Um, the better they manage themselves, the easier it is for us to make ball choice and alignment. 
and that's kind of how we've been trying to to work it you know each friday saturday we're learning a lot about the lanes what balls are working what balls aren't are we moving fast enough did we miss the move and then sundays it seemed to click um we are much more on top of it making moves faster ball changes faster and you know and they're having fun on sundays so everything's free and fun and had three victories I I think that what you just mentioned about changing balls is one of the things that a lot of people struggle with. You know, there's a lot of times people are bowling leagues or e- even in tournaments and stuff, and, and uh, you know, they'll see their score, uh, you know, be very high the first game, for example, and then it goes to be a, a little bit lower the second game and then just kind of falls off the off the cliff the third game. I see that happen all, all the time, and we, we get those questions here all the time in the office about how do you know when it's time to change balls? So what, what type of advice do you have uh, for that kind of a person looking for that answer? Um, we're kind of watching carry um, on their, you know, good shots. Are they able to strike, or are they leaving ring tens or four pins? And then after we move, is that helping it? If it's not, then they're probably in the wrong ball. It's probably time to change balls. Um, sometimes we're a little slower because we don't want to give up the pocket in a Baker game. So we may be a little slower. They're getting nine. They're making their spares. You know, we don't really want to do anything too drastic where it could really change the flow of the match. So for us, it's a little harder, but in league, it would be kind of how their carry is. That's what we've kind of been based on. That's what we've learned this semester and how, when we move, is their carry getting better? Is it getting worse? And it's probably time to change balls if it's not improving. So, Shannon, you guys have the teams and, and you're going, the girls are going home for break. Next tournament coming up is in January. How do you keep them or do you give them any homework to do while they're on break or do you want them to kind of decompress from bowling so when they come back they're rested for the second half of the season? A little of both. Um, you know, we have a little over a week now of practice left and then a couple of them are bowling team trials, so they'll get some good practice out there on all those patterns. And then the rest of them are coming back a couple of days before our tournament. So they'll be practicing again. If they didn't bowl a ton over break, they'll have a chance to bowl two days with coach Pumpa here to kind of get them back on track. I'll unfortunately be at team trial. So I won't be here with the majority of them, but the couple girls that are going, I'll be able to kind of, you know, watch them and give them clues on how things are going. I'm glad you mentioned that too, with your team trials. Now, how, what is, preparation for that look like for you because i gotta imagine most of your time is spent right now is just coaching and working with the team are you gonna have enough time to uh, or maybe to even require a lot of time you feel like on the lanes kind of getting your physical game ready or is it just a matter of trying to uh, align you know maybe figure out what your equipment is and your strategies as far as layouts and balls and that kind of stuff how do you how do you approach that with team trials because whatever your approach is obviously is working with nine <laughs> what is it 19 years in a row <laughs> or so you've made yeah. the team right so yeah um yeah I've been practicing on my own like in the mornings we don't have practice till the afternoon so I have time in the morning um you know coach and I like I'll practice when I first get here or maybe during lunchtime or a little later in the afternoon if they get done early kind of just depends and obviously can put down any pattern we want so I'm able to practice on patterns which is not something I've always done I used to just bowl a lot of league and more house shot stuff which obviously doesn't always help your physical game but so I'm able to work more on my physical game being back here what's with all the tools we have and what's a key for people that are heading up to team trials as far as uh as far as some things that you can maybe help them to succeed it's a long week so making spares and obviously just you know, managing emotions. Each day is different. 
you may have a bad day, but with the point system, you can kind of help yourself the next couple days, just depending on the pattern. You know, everybody's got patterns they like versus ones they don't, and just try to stay out of trouble on the patterns that aren't your maybe favorite. And just make spares, and usually that moves you up the leaderboard by staying clean. Yeah, that point system is pretty unique in that, you know, it really kind of helps. I'm assuming it kind of helps find out who is the most, you know, kind of well-rounded player on a a wide variety of conditions. You know, sometimes you have those those types of players that maybe bowl really well on the short, but on a longer pattern they struggle. This sort of kind of balances all that out and finds, you know, whoever's the, the, the most skilled across all of the patterns. That's kind of how I've seen it. Yeah, I mean, definitely, because it's five different patterns over five different days, bowling at different times. Some days are after the guys, some days are before, crossing with different people, you know, so a lot of different things. One of the, you know, one of the things I was looking here, too, and I wanted to chat about this just a little bit, is uh, the recruitment process and people. Uh, we have a lot of younger listeners who listen to the podcast, and a lot of them are, are probably scoping out exactly what kind of uh, – a collegiate bowling program they'd like to be a part of. And, and you wouldn't know this, but I just kind of found this out myself when I was going through and looking at the team. One of the girls on your team there, we actually went to the same high school in, uh, oh, yeah. in Las Vegas at, at Bishop Gorman. Yeah, Leah. Uh, Leah. We, I graduated from Bishop Gorman in, 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 oh, many years ago, 1988. <laughs> that was a long, a long time ago. But, uh, but yeah, how, how does somebody find out, um, you know, maybe a, a, a little bit more? What kind of questions should they be asking uh, coaches like yourself when they're trying to figure out, is this the right program for me? Well, we're big in academics as well. So not just about bowling, obviously, but do we have your major? Is it something, you know, could you find yourself majoring in something here at the University of Nebraska that will give you a career after bowling collegiately? Um, even if you decide to go on the PWBA you know, maybe something to fall back on. You never know. And then does it feel like home? You have to have it feel like home away from home, which I think just does it feel right when you come visit? Does it feel right? Does the atmosphere feel right? Do you interact with the current team members? You know, so go on visits, take all the visits you are allotted and and then kind of weigh the pros and cons. Um, you know, do you get along with the coaches? Do our philosophies match on how you seeing yourself as a player in the future? There's a lot of NCAA programs now than when I started, and yeah. So just kind of do your research, find the find the schools that you think you might fit into, and then take your visits and kind of see how it goes from there. So Shannon, looking over your career accolades and seeing all the gold medals that you've won, what's and bronze even what what sticks out the the most? Which of those tor- tournaments is probably the most memorable for you that? that you're, you always you have a smile on your face when you talk about it? Well, we won our first gold in Hong Kong in 2011. It had been a long drought since we had won the gold in team. Um, so that one, you know, pops up on our news feeds on Facebook all the time, and we still see it vividly of how it was and how it felt. And then, again, in Abu Dhabi, when Liz bowled 300. And just those two, winning team gold was, you know, it's something that we strive for every world championships. And, We've come in second quite a few times by less than 10, but a couple times that we've come away with gold are definitely standouts. That is amazing how close it can be, like you said, within 10. I mean, it's uh, it comes down to fill balls and, uh, 
you know, the, 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 the three, six, 10, whether it's a spare or a chop, I mean, it comes down at the, right. at the world level that you're competing at. I mean, it's, it's amazing how tight those finishes can get. And you can find those pins anywhere, <laughs> not just necessarily the last frame, but you can go back through the whole entire game and be like, man, you can have that one shot back here or that one shot there. Yeah, and then if you then don't, you if wait. you have that, it's hard to not beat yourself up. And, like, yeah, you wait another two or four years to try and right. get another shot at it again if you make the team again. You know, that's uh, – yeah, there's a lot of pressure, and it's uh, definitely a great experience for anybody who has uh, competed at the World Championships or even been to the World Championships to watch. Uh, in, in some, You know, it's been at the South Point a, a couple of times in Las Vegas. It's mm-hmm. been in the U.S., uh, you know, several years at the Sunset Station there in Las Vegas, too, one year, 2013, I think that was – um, there's been uh, there's been some pretty cool opportunities and moments in here, but yeah, that's uh, that's what all definitely amazes me the, the how close and how tight it can be. All right, it's okay, well, when you're on the winning side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, Shannon, it's been great catching up with you, Shannon Pahulski, joining us today on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight Podcast. Shannon, all the best of luck moving forward with the team, and best of luck as well at team trials. We'll be watching you there on Bull TV and. Um, and again, we'll catch up with you down the road, and best of luck uh, with everything going on with Nebraska. Thank you guys so much.